Hello, hello, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as a modern medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all so we can tap in and discover how we can connect to our divine selves through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so much for listening and finding me and being here. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back every week to listen in on the magic. If you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow and share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever is in need and into the magic. And make sure to also follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where I share lots of reels, lots of content that are beautiful ways to learn from me, to experience my work, my magic. And if you are looking to dive deeper with me and work more closely with me, I have a beautiful mentorship program, Meet Your Spirit Guides. My discovery call link is below. And this is a three-month mentorship where I help you illuminate the bridge between you and your guides. I help you feel even more planted in your intuition. I help you feel closer to your true authentic self. I help you connect, communicate, receive messages, and interact with your guides so you can have a rock-solid spiritual practice and be an authority of your energy. Hell yeah. And if you want to explore more ways to work with me, head to my website, themodernmedium.co. Alrighty, you guys. So today is November 1st. Well, actually, I'm recording this on Halloween. Woo! Happy Halloween. I love it. The energy today is gorgeous. And also, of course, today, the day this comes out, November 1st, is a very important day for me. And this is really the anniversary, I like to call it, of my spiritual awakening and what launched me into becoming a psychic medium. Now, if you've been listening to me for a bit, I believe I've shared this story on my podcast, but not really in full. And it's been in pieces. And then also I've been on other podcasts where I've shared my full story, but I don't think I've actually shared my full story on here. So I want to share you my story on the genesis of what happened and how I eventually became and not even became I became aware of my connection to the spirit world and I also really want to get into where my spiritual practice is at today it's been five years since then and so much has changed and I'm really so proud of myself. I am really holding myself so closely. This beautiful Alexandra who was there back in 2018 was really lost, was really frightened, was really disconnected from herself and she didn't even know how disconnected she was. And now I I'm so much more connected to myself. I believe every single day is a constant devotion of, again, embodying my soul. Hence the name of the podcast, obviously. Breaking the fourth wall. We love it. And I just really love where I am today, despite all of the obstacles and dark nights of the souls, baby. It is all so beautiful. So let's get into it. Why not? 
And what I'll also describe in detail is really my experiences. So then you can have maybe hopefully a light bulb moment where it's, oh my gosh, I experienced that too. Oh my gosh, I totally relate because I know you're listening and let's say you're having beautiful spiritual experiences, but you're not letting yourself believe it or there are stories that you're holding on to or there are people that aren't supportive of your gifts. Know that you are absolutely not crazy. Know that I was in a position where I truly thought something was wrong with me, but here I am today recording a podcast and building a beautiful spiritual practice because this is so very real. Okay, it all began in mid-October when my grandmother died and she died of... Oh my gosh, I am truly the worst. It's C-P-O-D, C-O-P-D. Really, she was a chain smoker. She smoked all her life. And she passed away, yada, yada. And she was all the way in New Zealand when she passed away. And I did not go, but my mother and my brother were with her when she died. Now, just a couple days after her, after her passing, my very first experience ever was Monday at midnight. And it was so funny because it started exactly at midnight. I, I even am trying to recollect, did I look at my phone? Did I look at a watch? Like, how did I know it was Monday at midnight? But that is just a detail I just remember so vividly Monday at midnight my girl she was on time and I was in bed when you're living with a roommate and you're waiting for them to come home and you're thinking to yourself oh my gosh I want them to come home so I feel more safe to fall asleep so that was me and I thought my roommate Levi came home and I thought I heard him go up the stairs open the door turn on the lights do his thing and then go to bed and I felt really safe and comfortable and just Levi was home yay and I woke up the next morning and I noticed that he wasn't there and I texted him I said hey where were you and he mentioned he was at his boyfriend's house And in that moment, the first instinct I had was that was my grandma. And then immediately I said, no way. I totally laughed it off. There was just no, I didn't have the vocabulary for it. I just didn't think that was actually happening to me. Genuinely. You see it in the movies. You hear people talk about it. I just genuinely believed that was not happening to me and could not happen to me. Tuesday, going, and it always happened around bedtime, I felt this pressure on the left side of my body, and it was especially around my eye, and the best way I could describe the feeling was like a sandbag, and also what was interesting was not only like this weight, but it was also darker, like on my left side, and it was funny because I was obviously in a dark room trying to go to sleep, but I just remember looking over my left side, I'm like, why is my vision on my left side like darker, and I was just, oh, whatever, it's nighttime, And I just thought the pressure was so fascinating and it wasn't scary or weird. It was just so gentle and 
kind and I was just confused and the best way I could put it too again is really naive or actually I don't really mm, naive I just didn't know I didn't have the vocabulary and yeah that is really the best way I could put it and for some reason I keep wanting to explain myself and maybe that's like some kind of I don't know trauma response but whatever here I am Wednesday, I remember I was going to bed and I was in that stage of going to sleep, falling asleep when you're like just about to fall asleep. And I heard my name being called out and there was no one in the room. My apartment windows were closed and it was so clear and so loud. I genuinely that one, I thought to myself, I am crazy. What is wrong with me? Because that was so clear. It was absolutely in my room. There's no way it came from outside and there's no way it came from a TV. It was in my room. And then these things just were happening in rotation with, I would say, the left side, the physical pressure was the most common throughout the week. And... I would say for sure during the week I was feeling spooked out because I knew something was up. I knew something was different. The energy was different in my room and in my space and just something was different. On Halloween that year I was at a friend's house and we were watching this super gnarly Netflix. It's like docu-series called Haunted. Honestly you guys it is so beyond messed up. It's terrifying. I don't recommend watching it if you just know and I was totally scared shitless and of course not only from that but then also with my experiences I'm like oh my god I am totally being haunted right now and to be honest I don't even remember what I did I am trying to remember what I did. I do remember coming back to my apartment and I was really scared to go back inside and I called my mom and I asked if I could stay over at her house. I believe I drove to her house and I slept at my mom's house because I was so wigged out. But the next day I went to the gym, I had my morning routine and I came back to my apartment and the next day was November 1st. 2018 I hop out of the shower and I notice in the condensation on my bathroom mirror there is this beautiful delicate phrase written and it said this was with my soul and it had a beautiful little heart next to it and that's when I started bawling my eyes out I I knew absolutely that was my grandmother and even I, w- I was still trying to convince myself that it wasn't her. I remember I even called or texted my roommate and he was like, what the? No, obviously not. And so I was totally wigged out and so taken back. Like so many emotions were flooding me because I was honored. I was, I was enamored. I was petrified. I was confused. I was just so in awe of this experience. So... I literally go to my internship at a local advertising agency and I am on my computer looking up blogs, how to talk to a spirit. And thank goodness, 
I was guided to this beautiful blog that encouraged me to write a letter to recognize the spirit's presence, express love and gratitude, and then begin to set boundaries, which honestly snaps to this person, whoever wrote this blog. And I remember at the end of the day, I asked my mom if she can come over because it was her mother. And if she could just be with me while I read this letter out loud. So I remember it was a Thursday and I read this letter out loud and I just experienced like the textbook experiences you have when you feel spirit in the room and you feel the overwhelming presence. I, I had my vision looked like it was like heat wave vision. It was really wild like all of a sudden I looked over and it was like the waves I I sound not intelligent right now but the best way I could put it is like a mirage or like a heat wave it was crazy like zigzagging movement I my ears were ringing really loud my head was tingling like crazy I had immense pressure on my forehead and sinuses and I was freezing And then I turned to my mom and I asked if she experienced anything. And she said no. And I genuinely thought, what the fuck is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? And I remember that night, my grandma came up to me right at the edge of my bed. Of course, I was still freaked out. I felt better that I knew it was her, but I was still really freaked out. And I asked if she could please leave me alone. But of course, I was still really nervous and not like strong and authoritative in my boundaries. And I swear to God, kid you not, she took my big toe and wiggled my foot, like shook it playfully. And I was like, screw this. So I slept with my roommate, Levi, and I definitely remember I still felt her come in and just sit next to me right by my side. She's so funny. And and I remember, I remember even weeks leading up to the day I met my mentor, Melissa Wallace, seeing orbs in my mom's house and just feeling and, and witnessing her everywhere and I remember one of her signs was rose petals and there were rose petals all over my room sometimes because I loved having dried rose petals and I didn't learn about those signs until I met Melissa and so it's just my grandmother was everywhere and it was just so beautiful to have this chance to build a relationship that I really never had a chance to build because she was so far away I was so young and my grandmother was really caught up in her own oh her own pain her own traumas that really held her back from loving fully now I believe it was December 18th and it was the day I met Melissa Wallace and she was a medium that was my little sister's trainer at a local gym in Laguna Beach where the trainer trained at and that trainer would see. And my sister said, hey, Sandra sees this medium based in Laguna Niguel. Go see Melissa. Great. Thank goodness. And I remember that day I sped to Melissa's house because I was a little bit late and she didn't even take me directly to her room where she sees clients. She just sat me down on her couch in her living room to take it all in. She's like, 
oh, whoa, there's a lot going on over here and assessing me. And then we eventually went up to her room where she takes clients and she made it crystal clear that she had to teach me everything, that it was absolutely pressing that she teaches me everything I need to know and understand when it comes to what I am capable of. And I am such a person where I go, hell yeah, let's do it. I'm so down. And also, it just felt right in my soul. I felt safe with her. There was nothing holding me back from saying yes. And I guess that could also be another indicator of this was absolutely meant for me. And I would say even... A couple years prior to 2018, when I experienced my first, I guess, bout of really deep anxiety and depression, I have been aware of this little, not little, I've always been aware of the light in me, the light that perseveres and the light that presses on and the light that knows who she is and who she is to her core and knows that there is a beautiful better version of me on the other side of this and so this was like my second time witnessing that and so when Melissa came to me and this whole opportunity happened I was like this is truly going to help me become the best version of myself so absolutely and goodness gracious I would say for the next two years were incredibly intense Melissa was my mentor, my life coach, and soul sister who helped me overcome, face, and integrate brutal health obstacles, dark nights of the soul, massive wounds that I really needed to resolve in order to become someone who could serve the collective. And that's what I loved about her taking after me or taking care of me. Is that the right phrase? But she made sure I was in such good hands and she made sure I was doing everything so ethically and in the purest of heart, the purest of intentions. And I'm just so unbelievably blessed that spirit immediately guided me to Melissa. I really cannot recommend a mentor in this time of your life. This is also the why I do this work. I want to be the mentor that I believe if I were not me, but I was living my life and I saw me, this is what I would want. I would want a mentor to guide me through this because a soul awakening and just opening yourself up to your wholeness is so massive and so much of what comes with that is collapsing and unlearning and just really massive wounds that come to the surface and investing in our soul is becoming even more and more spoken about and I don't really even want to say the word popular because popular makes it sound like kitschy, but it's becoming more spoken about. And having Melissa help me through these incredibly challenging times 
was such a gift. She truly was an incredible life raft. Now, I could go through all of that, but I believe what's really beautiful and really important for me to share is where my spiritual practice is at now. And really the best way to describe how I've grown from these last five years. And the best way I could describe my how my spiritual practice used to be is a couple things. So first, it's best summarized in episode 51, things I used to care about as a psychic medium versus what I care about now. Also, I was in a place that was really desperate to be perfect at my practice because I thought that's what would help me avoid major obstacles, pain, and get me to my manifestations faster. And of course, I know now that is absolutely far from the truth. And I had to completely wipe that away and face that lesson honestly within the last year. And part of me was nervous to share that. Is that really? I I felt like this all these years, but shoot, I got to be authentic and walk the walk. This is what this work is about. And I was really in a place of still proving to myself, still proving to others that I was capable, that I was the real deal, that I really was interacting with spirit, that I really was psychic. And at the end of the day, it's really exhausting. And it's just, it's, there's not really an end to it. I guess the end is really just realizing how silly it is. I don't really have anything intelligent to say other than you're just going to realize it's just not worth it because we're all on our own individual journeys. And when you begin to witness and let yourself experience the true flow of spirit and God and the evolution of your soul, it feels too good. You don't want to be in the rigidity of perfection anymore. You don't want to be in the rigidity of proving or comparison it's just it's just not worth it and what I find myself now which is so beautiful is my interaction with spirit is really gentle and water-like it's flowy and it's comfortable and it's in a place where I always feel connected regardless with where I'm at and I know what is anxiety and what is spirit in my intuition and What's also really transformed my practice in my life is Reiki, which was really the modality for me that helped ground my energy and also really helped me understand oneness and how we are all so interconnected and energy and clean cleansing energy, protecting energy, everything. I also have an episode on that as well. And also receiving assistance on my anxiety, depression, ADHD, which has really grounded my energy and taking the necessary steps and protocols and having the beautiful practitioners and people in my circle to to assist me, to be there with me. And I think that 
is not spoken about enough in the spiritual community. We don't talk a lot about mental health. And I'm in the position, and I'm also even really learning, when we are given a support that feels nurturing, grounded, it feels loving, and it feels unconditional, and it feels non-judgmental, and there has been zero negative experiences, that is the support you're meant to have. And I found myself recently wanting to step away from certain kinds of support because it honestly, it was about an ego. I was like, no, I'm a psychic medium. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. I should just be all this. But I realized that is just not the case for me. And I am totally okay with that. There are certain kinds of support that I know I absolutely need and they have helped me show up as the best version of myself. They have been so supportive of just me in general and honestly, good lord, I would love to talk about mental health as a psychic medium. I think it'd be really beautiful but that has been a huge part of my practice with spirit is integrating the beauty and really feeling empowered in understanding mental health with spirituality and how intertwined it is. I also am loving how spirit is just always showing themselves and truly after my Reiki attunements There is just God in everything. There is truly God in everything. And how our lives are made up of these minute moments. We are made up of these daily moments. And who are we to dismiss these daily interactions, these daily moments, and to believe that they're not good enough? They're not God enough. They're not spiritual enough. They're not spirit enough. What is this? And I am allowing myself to really feel into the celebration of all of these beautiful micro magic moments. And yes, of course, some days spirit has shown themselves in beautiful ways that are that feel more than just like a micro moment of like seeing an angel number or a butterfly. And actually, I'll share an experience I had truly the other night on October 30th. I was going to bed my heart was quickening and I just felt really wide awake and the room felt like it softened almost as if there were smoke or mist. But the best way I could put it is if you edited your photo on some app and you wanted to blur or soften the edges, that's exactly what it looked like. And I even recall seeing a quick reveal of a white cloak or angel wing and I think it was an ancestor or angel and I just felt the pressure around my brows and my sinus area which for me is an indicator that my ascended masters are here and I just didn't really do too much I just laid there and thanked them and I thanked them for the warmth and the beauty I felt and I thanked them profusely and I just basked in this safety and oftentimes we believe that when we interact with spirit. There always has to be some kind of big revelation. There has to be some big message. We have to channel something. We have to do something. No, it, it, it is truly in the 
fabric of everything. God and spirit is in the fabric of absolutely everything that we are. And sometimes we don't have to understand everything right away. What's also been really fascinating to me and actually a discussion that has only come to me within the last couple days and I even posted a reel about it is this discussion of like separation between us and spirit and the talk about the veil and I think there are some really beautiful allegories and meanings and depth to what the veil is and what it represents but also it has there are there is the twisted and hurtful side of it that has not benefited our well-being and what I would say the grounded practitioners I know I'm connected to we believe that what has happened is there's a separate separation between us and spirit that they are really far from us and it's makes us believe that we are not intuitive and we are not magical and we also feel very othered. We watch people have these insane experiences, but we don't have it. But that's because one, our experiences are always going to be different. We're going to have shared experiences here and there, of course, but our experiences are always going to be the lens from us, from our being, from our soul. And again, going back to how my spiritual practice has evolved, I loved, I love how water-like and flowy it's become. I love how comfortable I am with myself and with spirit. I love how symbiotic and collaborative this relationship is. I love how loving it is. And I love it because... What I've just come to learn from connecting with my spirit guides is your guides mirror back you. They mirror back your authenticity. They mirror back your purpose, your soul, your gifts, everything about you. And so when you have a badass guide and you're thinking, what the heck am I doing with this beautiful warrior Viking of a man that guide is a resemblance of your soul. They are mirroring back the fighter within you, the warrior within you. They are mirroring back something in you. And that is the beauty of connecting to your guides and how fun it's been feeling so comfortable and really opening up to the whole facet of my soul and just experiencing that every single day and not even really making it a big deal some days actually lately I haven't really sat in meditation for very long I've probably done the least spiritual quote-unquote practice I've ever done but I've never felt more connected I feel in constant connection with my soul and with spirit and I love inviting spirit and really not only inviting spirit it's really inviting myself to open up my awareness to spirit wherever I am so when I'm on a walk when I'm doing this podcast with you guys when I and even taking a nap I love taking naps with spirit when I am on an errand when wherever I am inviting myself and I'm asking myself to open myself up to the awareness of spirit and 
it's just so much fun. And I've also even learned through that, what are the ways I love to open up through spirit? What are the beautiful ways that my soul loves to flow with spirit? And that's just the best way I could really put it. I am also really finding, which is interesting, and I feel like something may need to be said, is we put so much emphasis on receiving the right sign or receiving a big blowout. And we expect God and spirit to prove themselves with these massive blowouts, like big rainbow or just something like it hits us like a bus. And we really ignore the fact and actually it's comical too We're only proving ourselves for ourselves. And even if we did get a big blowout of a show from God or spirit, we would still be a skeptic. We would still be doubting ourselves. So what is it going to be? Are you going to let yourself adorn yourself in these beautiful daily moments of pure spirit God magic where you feel supported, where you just feel comfortable, you feel at peace? Or are you going to wait for the one angel number all day to answer your prayers, but you still feel anxious? And God and spirit are so much more than that. And little ways I feel God and spirit with me and in the essence of it all. My studio, I live right next to a daycare. So hearing a child laugh, the pure innocence of children laughing it's dripping with God or how the golden light pours between my blinds and just envelops itself all over my walls and my desk and my bed between 3 and 5 p.m. it just melts my heart I feel so humbled and it's just so funny I'm in like a 500 something square feet of space and it's just there's something about this light that comes in that just makes this space feel so safe and sacred and there's just so much more to God and spirit than all of these little things that you are putting so much pressure on and God and spirit are merely existing and showing up so unconditional and you will begin to understand that they're in the fabric of everything when you begin to cherish the little minute moments of peace, of joy, of comfort, of calm, of healing. And let yourself be okay of, you know what? You don't have to be 110% confident. You could be, wow, this just feels really good. It makes me think of my loved one. It makes me feel supported when I see this. Even if you let yourself say that or feel into that, that is you opening up your heart and your awareness to the fabric of God. And simply not allowing yourself to separate yourself from the fabric and separating others from the fabric. My 
practice is so flowy right now and it's really beautiful and I've just been loving the experience of just feeling connected regardless of a bad day, regardless of a good day, regardless of where I'm at and who I feel like I am that day. And I just feel so comfortable in my skin and I feel comfortable in my practice with spirit. And I am just so eager to keep learning and growing alongside spirit. And I can't wait to keep being your teacher, mentor, healer, guide, cheerleader, intuitive best friend to help you on this path as well. I cannot thank you all enough for listening, listening to me speak, spiel, rant, all the beautiful things. And I just really, really, really appreciate your support so, so much. If you haven't already, make sure to leave a review of my podcast. It is so, so helpful. And I love connecting with listeners. And if you also haven't already, make sure to follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where I share reels and posts that are juicy and informative and are beautiful ways to learn from me and learn a little bit about my magic and what I do. And right now I am enrolling beautiful mentees for my three-month Meet Your Spirit Guides mentorship where I am holding your hand. You are against my chest. You are with me to illuminate the bridge. We are illuminating the bridge between you and spirit. I will teach you fundamental ethical techniques to connect to your guides. I will teach you beautiful meditations and practices. I will help you receive and ask for messages and you will begin to build a rock solid relationship with your intuition and with your guides. Boom! The discovery call link is in the show notes. And if you are looking to work with me in other ways, private readings, Reiki sessions, and other things like that, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. And I love you guys a lot, a lot, a lot. Happy Sam Way. Oh, God, I feel so bad. I always say it wrong. Okay, so wait. Sawin. Sawin. Great. Did you guys hear that? I had to truly go on Google and ask how to pronounce it. Sawin. Happy Sawin. Happy, beautiful, beautiful spirit, God, everything. Enjoy your existence. Enjoy the magical connection between you and your loved ones, you and your soul, you and all the beautiful dimensions that are here to serve us and help us. I love you and I will see you next time.